Welcome to this edition of the Head Dead Podcast. I'm your host, Cam McKinney, and this is episode number 140 of the podcast. And in this edition of the podcast, I'm talking about the upcoming Super Bowl matchup of the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. First off, for the Chiefs, this returning trip to the Super Bowl feels inevitable. They won the Super Bowl last year, and Patrick Mahomes is in the prime of his career, and he's got top weapons like Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey all in their prime. And they have Andy Reid, who a lot of people don't like because of his mismanagement of the clock at times, but he is one of the better head coaches in the league. I mean, yes, you have Belichick, you have Mike Tomlin, but Andy Reid needs to be mentioned up there with the best coaches in the league because he's super consistent. Even at his lowest point of his coaching career, Andy Reid has never coached a bad team. And now what? This is his third trip to the Super Bowl, second year in a row, going with Patrick Mahomes. He now has a franchise quarterback. He went to a Super Bowl with Donovan McNabb, who nobody in reality thought was a top-tier quarterback. And now he has his franchise guy, and he has a chance to win many more Super Bowls to come. And this is a great opportunity for the Chiefs to be the first team to repeat since Tom Brady did it with the Patriots in the early 2000s. From the Bucks' point of view, I'm shocked that they're in the Super Bowl. There's so many teams in the NFC that I would have picked ahead of them for a chance to go to the Super Bowl. I would have picked Seattle ahead of them. I would have picked New Orleans ahead of them. I, of course, would have picked Green Bay ahead of them. I mean, those are quarterbacks all in their prime, except for Drew Brees. Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers are not in the Super Bowl, but yet 43-year-old Tom Brady is. That is insane, and he's doing it not with the New England Patriots, but with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's insane. I mean, we all thought that moving on from Jameis Winston and his 30 interceptions that the Buccaneers were going to be better and we knew Tom Brady was going to go there and not turn the ball over but for them to go 11 and 5 yeah maybe I'm not shocked that they went 11 and 5 but the fact that they beat New Orleans in New Orleans the Washington win I don't really care much about that Tom Brady should be beating a Washington team without a franchise quarterback but to beat Drew Brees and that New Orleans Saints team that's insane that team is loaded that team has Michael Thomas, that team has Alvin Kamara, and Tom Brady was able to go in there and get a huge playoff victory, one of the best playoff victories of his career. I know the defense played great, but I am shocked they beat the Saints. And then to beat the Packers, I mean, I saw that touchdown pass to Scotty Miller, and I was shocked that Tom Brady is still this good in the postseason. He's not always at his best in the regular season, even though this year he had 42 passing touchdowns in the regular season. This guy is aging backwards. And that team has so many weapons. Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, Rob Gronkowski, Cameron Brait, Scotty Miller, Antonio Brown, Leonard Fournette. The list goes on and on. The Buccaneers are totally stacked on offense. I never thought that they would be this good on defense. They were really good against the Saints, and they stepped it up against the Packers when they needed to. The fact that the Packers didn't go for it on that pivotal fourth down and try to win this game... That shows you what respect the Packers had for that Buccaneers defense. And they didn't have faith that one of the best quarterbacks of all time, Aaron Rodgers, could score on them in that moment. That was a telling sign that this Buccaneers defense is for real. Let's talk about what a win in the Super Bowl would mean for both quarterbacks. For Patrick Mahomes, I think it would mean a lot. It would be his second Super Bowl. And if he wins, he would already have more Super Bowl wins than guys like Brett Favre, guys like Aaron Rodgers. 
Rodgers and guys like Drew Brees, and he's only 25 years old, and he would have more Super Bowl victories than all of those guys. And he would be tied in Super Bowl victories with guys like Big Ben Roethlisberger and Peyton Manning, and guys who he has a chance of being way better than. And again, like I mentioned earlier, if Pat Mahomes wins, he would be the first quarterback to repeat as Super Bowl champion since Tom Brady did it with the Patriots. I mean, this guy is the clear successor of Tom Brady as the face of the National Football League, but he can also succeed him in winning Super Bowls. For Brady, many will say he has nothing really to gain. He's 43 years old. This would be his seventh Super Bowl title. He already has the most all-time by two. Joe Montana has four. Tom Brady has six. Terry Bradshaw has four. Tom Brady already has the most Super Bowls ever. But look at the quarterbacks he would have beaten in three straight playoff games to get his seventh Super Bowl. Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, and Patrick Mahomes. That's quite a trifecta for a guy who's 43 years old. He is defying the odds in winning football games in key moments at 43 years old. He's one of those athletes like Michael Jordan and Derek Jeter. He steps up his game in the biggest moments. And this is another big moment. And I have no doubt that Tom Brady can make it happen and win his seventh Super Bowl title. And the victory would only be icing on the cake because I think Tom Brady has been a clear winner of this football season. He left the Patriots. A lot of people thought that his success was due to Bill Belichick being his head coach. Well, now he's in the Super Bowl with Bruce Arians, a guy a lot of people don't have respect for, but Tom Brady is in the big game with a chance to win his seventh Super Bowl title. And a lot of this discussion about the Brady versus Belichick thing reminds me of the Kobe versus Shaq thing. Remember when Shaquille O'Neal was traded away to the Miami Heat because he was old? He They thought he was washed up and they picked Kobe over Shaq? Well, guess what? A few years later, Shaq won an NBA title with the Miami Heat and Dwayne Wade. The same thing is happening with the New England Patriots. The Patriots picked Bill Belichick, but it's Tom Brady who in their first season not together is in the big game. And Tom Brady has a chance to win a title without Bill Belichick the same way that Shaq won an NBA championship without Kobe. I see a lot of similarities between those situations. And yes, Kobe went on to win two more titles in his career. But years after Shaq won that championship without Kobe, we were asking, can Kobe win a championship without Shaq? Because Shaq can clearly win one without Kobe. And if Tom Brady ends up winning this Super Bowl, we'll be asking ourselves, can Bill Belichick win a Super Bowl without Tom Brady as his quarterback? Because if Tom Brady has a Super Bowl without Bill Belichick, we'll already have answered that question. Tom Brady is seemingly a winner no matter who his head coach is. But is Bill Belichick really the greatest head coach of all time if Tom Brady is not his quarterback? I don't know the answer to that, but we will have an answer to that in the next five years or so, I think. And I would be asking those same questions if Bill Belichick were the one in the Super Bowl and Tom Brady was the one at home. A lot of people will unfairly say, well, Tom Brady just went to a team with a lot of weapons. That's the point. The whole point is that a 43-year-old quarterback should not be the main player on your team. He should not be having to 
carry you to a Super Bowl. He needs help. He needs Gronk. He needs Antonio Brown. But if you give him guys like Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, he can still get the job done and get a Tampa Bay Buccaneers team who had no right to going to the Super Bowl into the big game. Get him the players and he's still going to produce. That's the whole point. A 43-year-old quarterback should not have to carry your team. You give him weapons and he can still succeed. 42 touchdowns in the regular season and now a trip to the Super Bowl. His 10th appearance in the Super Bowl. That's half of his career in the big game. He is a clear winner if you give him the weapons. And now in his later stages of his career, he should not have to carry your team. That's the entire point. That's what the Patriots were doing wrong. They were asking a 42-year-old to carry them to a Super Bowl. And even last year, he was able to get a team that had no right in the postseason into the postseason. Yeah, they've lost to the Titans. It was bad. It was a bad breakup. Some of that is Tom Brady's fault, but he is a clear winner in what's happening this season. He is in the Super Bowl with a chance to win his seventh Super Bowl title. He is the greatest quarterback of all time, and he's only helping his legacy. Even a loss really won't affect him that badly. And I still have my doubts if Tom Brady can be an elite quarterback at 45 years old. Remember when Brett Favre went to the Vikings and got them to the NFC Championship game? I mean, he was riding that high of being let go by his former team. He was vengeful in that season and he had one of his best seasons ever. I'm not ruling that out that that's what's happening to Tom Brady. He's got so much momentum. He's probably got so much spite against the Patriots that he wants to prove he's a winner without them. But no matter the case, I think you can look back at that situation where the Crafts picked Bill Belichick over Tom Brady and say, maybe that was a mistake. Maybe they should have picked Tom Brady over Bill Belichick. I don't think you could rule out that argument. I think the Patriots maybe should have stuck with their franchise quarterback, no matter how old he is at that time. They should have gotten him help, and maybe they would be the ones in the big game right now. I mean, very rarely in the game of football do we see a turnaround like this, where the team was 7-9 and nine with a quarterback who had 30 touchdowns and 30 interceptions, and then they upgrade, and then they're in the Super Bowl. It maybe takes a year or two, but Tom Brady has turned them around, and I think he does deserve the most credit. Now, Bruce Arians is not as bad as some people proclaim. He's a two-time coach of the year. He had Andrew Luck have his best season when he was the head coach of the Colts. He was the interim coach back then. He was the offensive coordinator of Big Ben Roethlisberger when he was having some of his best seasons. And oh, by the way, he resurrected the career of Carson Palmer with the Arizona Cardinals. They went to an NFC title game. So Bruce Arians is no slouch, but I do believe that Tom Brady deserves most of the credit because the commonality of the past 20 years is Tom Brady going to 10 Super Bowls. He's the one constant in this big game. At some point, we have to stop saying things like he's a system quarterback. He's lucky. No, he is a winner. Saying all that, I'm picking Patrick Mahomes to win this football game just because I don't think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers can stop the Kansas City Chiefs offense again. They have Pat Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, and Travis Kelsey all in their prime. I just feel like they're an unstoppable offense. You can stop them for a half. I mean, Tom Brady is the one guy who did beat Mahomes in the AFC title game just a few seasons ago, but I don't think he can beat him in the biggest game imaginable. Like, I just can't process Tom Brady beating Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. I know it's possible. Why would I count out the guy that had six Super Bowl titles? But the fact that Patrick Mahomes is just unstoppable and he rises 
to the occasion in these big games. I'll say this, if it's a high-scoring affair, it's obviously the advantage goes to Patrick Mahomes, but if the game stays close, then I would go with Tom Brady because I think Tom Brady is going to show up in those clutch moments. He's got all that experience. He's got those six Super Bowl victories, and he's got a loaded roster. I mean, just look at that Buccaneers roster. Godwin, Evans, Fournette, Gronkowski, Brate, Antonio Brown. There's so many weapons on the Buccaneers. This Super Bowl might be the biggest offensive outburst in the Super Bowl we've seen in quite a long time. I think if you look at this Super Bowl in this season as a whole, you can say that this year, more like any other, has been the year of the quarterback. All the teams that had success in the postseason are the ones that had great franchise quarterbacks. Mahomes and Brady are the ones in the Super Bowl. Josh Allen got to the AFC title game. Aaron Rodgers got to the NFC title game. And all the teams that didn't have top 10 guys, like the Rams with Jared Goff, there's questions about Jared Goff and his future. The Rams weren't able to get back to a Super Bowl. Jimmy Garoppolo faltered this year. The Niners didn't even make the postseason. The teams with the best quarterbacks are the ones that made it to the playoffs and the ones that are in the Super Bowl. They're the ones that had the most success. Josh Allen was able to turn the Bills into legitimate AFC contenders. That's why a team like the Dolphins are desperately now trying to trade for Deshaun Watson. That's why so many teams are trying to trade for Matthew Stafford because now more than ever, it feels like the NFL is becoming a quarterback or nothing league. You need that guy. That's what it's all about. It's all about the quarterback. Yes, I know there are other positions on the football field, but this year, more than ever, it's quarterback or nothing if you want to be legitimate contenders. Just look at the Patriots. They went from Tom Brady. They were a playoff team. He's gone. They get Cam Newton. He's not good. They're 7-9. and nine. You look at teams like the Ravens and the Seahawks, who I don't think are that great of rosters, yet Lamar Jackson and Russell Wilson are able to get those teams to the postseason. That's what it's about. It's about the quarterback position. And I know it's boring to talk about that like that, because it's like, oh, it's all about that one guy. It's a team sport. I get it. It's not a fun thing to say out loud, but now more than ever, it's about the quarterback. And these two teams are in the Super Bowl because one of them has Patrick Mahomes, a phenom who we've never seen anything like, who threw 50 touchdowns in his second season, an MVP. I mean, he's not going to win the MVP this season again because I think that's going to be Aaron Rodgers, but he's back in the Super Bowl because he's a generational talent. And then you have Tom Brady who had 42 touchdowns and got a 7-9 Buccaneers team last year to 11-5 and and a chance to win a Super Bowl and he threw 42 touchdowns at the age of 43 years old. That's insane. He's a generational winner. That's what it's about. It's about the quarterback position. That's why so many teams are out there trying to get that franchise guy because if you don't have it and if you have any questions that you don't have it, you have to go get one if you want to be in the Super Bowl. Yes, there have been some teams that have won Super Bowls without franchise type quarterbacks. I mean, you have Joe Flacco in the Ravens. He won a Super Bowl. He wasn't a franchise level guy. He got paid like one, but he ended up not being one. Then you have Nick Foles with the Eagles. But I think that's becoming few and far between. Like if you want to be legitimate contenders, you have to have a franchise guy. And that's what the Buccaneers and the Chiefs have. They have franchise guys. Like I think all the Buccaneers success really is about Tom Brady. Like if he retired after this Super Bowl, next year, would anybody really have them having a chance of going back to the 
the Super Bowl? No, but it becomes back. You're going to go, wow, I guess I really have to pay attention to the Buccaneers moving forward because of that guy. It really is becoming about that individual guy at that one position. It's about the quarterback position. I mean, just look at the Packers. Nothing about them is really that special. Devontae Adams is one of the best receivers in the league. Yes, Aaron Jones is a really good running back, but really the key to that team's success is Aaron Rodgers. He's been to the NFC title game, like, what is it, four of the last five years? He's had some heartbreaking losses, but none of it's really his fault. He's had head coaches like Mike McCarthy and Matt LaFleur, who are not top-tier head coaches. Aaron Rodgers is the biggest reason why the Packers are in the dance. We shouldn't be blaming him. That's why when he's asked, like, what's your future with the team? And he says it's uncertain. And then the team goes, we're not dumb. We're bringing him back. They know how important Aaron Rodgers is to their success. He is the biggest reason to their success. He's a once in a lifetime talent. He's a franchise quarterback. And those guys right now, now more than ever, are irreplaceable. And that's why a lot of people look at the Patriots and go, wow, you have the guy. Yes, he might have been 42 years old, but it's kind of crazy that you walked away from that guy before it was time to walk away from him. I mean, just look at what the Saints are doing with Drew Brees. They kept him probably a little bit longer than they should have because he's one of those guys. You don't walk away from them because they're once-in-a-lifetime generational franchise quarterbacks. You don't walk away from those guys. The Colts had Andrew Luck, and then he retired, and the Colts really haven't been major players since because they lost one of those guys. You don't let those guys go away. That's why everyone's interested in Deshaun Watson. That's why everyone's interested in Matthew Stafford because every team needs one of those guys to be legitimate Super Bowl contending teams. I also despise that argument that anybody could be winning with the Buccaneers. Yes, I think if you put a lesser quarterback on the Buccaneers, they would have really good stats. Like if Kirk Cousins was the quarterback of the Buccaneers, he would probably have a 40 touchdown season too. But once he got to the playoffs, he would wet his pants and lose in the postseason because Kirk Cousins is not clutch. The same thing with Patrick Mahomes. Do I think if I put Lamar Jackson on the Kansas City Chiefs? Yes, he would be an MVP level quarterback as well. He would be putting up historical numbers, but I don't have faith that Lamar Jackson would win a Super Bowl with the Chiefs. I have faith in Tom Brady and I have faith in Patrick Mahomes because I've seen them do it. They're not just stat chasers, they're winners. That's what you need at that position. Yes, a lot of guys could put stats on both of those teams, but those two guys won the Super Bowls and they're both extremely clutch players. They show up when it matters most. They are not just stats. They're not just Kirk Cousins. They're not just Lamar Jackson. They are winners. The last thing I'll say about Brady, and it's interesting to know, every time he's the absolute favorite to win the Super Bowl, he seemingly doesn't do it. Like, remember, he lost those two Super Bowls to the Giants and then the Eagles. He beat the Falcons, of course. He beat the Seahawks. But in the last few Super Bowls, when he is the prohibitive favorite, Tom Brady usually doesn't go home with a Super Bowl title. Well, now he's coming in as the underdog. 
Patrick Mahomes is the prohibitive favorite. He's a guy who's 25 years old. He's a once in a generational talent. So now maybe it's time for Tom Brady to be the guy who wins at a time when he's not supposed to. I mean, he's lost to guys like Nick Bowles. He's lost to a guy like Eli Manning. Now it's time for him to play that kind of guy. He's not the favorite. He's not the face of the NFL. He's not the clear front runner. Maybe this is his chance to win a Super Bowl he wasn't supposed to. Either way, this is going to be a great game for the National Football League. I mean, it's so exciting for Tom Brady to be going up against these top-tier quarterbacks. We finally got Brady versus Rodgers in a pivotal game, and now we're getting round two of Brady versus Mahomes. I'm excited. So should you be. Kansas City Chiefs versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the Super Bowl. Let's go. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Head to Head Podcast. I'm Ken McKinney. There'll be a new episode of the podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts and iTunes, so please rate review and subscribe.